nothing ventured, she stated. Burios, I'll leave you in charge of coordinating all the agencies. You are the coolest head in the group, and I'll need Garrick to keep a lookout for his snipers. Jax will keep... We'll be keeping eyes on the entire situation and calling plays as they go down. What about Maisie? Killian questioned. What am I supposed to do? She turned and placed a gentle hand on his cheek. You, love, have the most difficult part of everyone. His brow furrowed with concern. I'm listening. You have to be the pretty one, she stated. You have to take your lovely new girlfriend out and about so that everyone sees us together. Alonzo, naturally, will be accompanying us as needed. You'll have to take me shopping to get a new dress, shoes, and all the necessary accessories for such an event. You'll have to fawn over and flaunt me. He gave a light chuckle. Really, Z? She turned to Jax. When is the last time Killian was Big news in the circles he runs in. He's the youngest and biggest name in private security, correct? Jax nodded slowly, understanding washed over his features. I get where you're coming from. Socially, there hasn't been anything since the accident several years ago. Business-wise, the contract he just signed with the government is the talk of the town. You're huge in business, but this gala will bring you out socially again, she explained. That will attract Karpov's attention for sure, especially if he sees me draped on your arm. He and his men will watch you two and plan how to best attack you at the gala, Briario stated. That's what you're hoping, correct? She nodded. Yes, that's correct. I still don't like it, Z, Killian persisted. It's too dangerous. He's right. It's most likely our best course of action, though, Garrick commented. I don't like it either, but if we can control as many variables as possible, we should be able to bring him down with minimal bloodshed. Once we get out and about, we'll be able to make more accurate predictions, Zoe added. Think of the gossip columnists who are going to be chomping at the bit to get the scoop on the private security bad boy and his high school sweetheart reunited. Guaranteed media coverage, which means Karpov will be forced to act. With only Alonzo armed, Killian objected, so he gave him a playful wink. When have you ever known me to be unarmed? I even had special hairpins designed. A low chuckle rippled through the others. I may have been trained as a spy and not an assassin, Killian, but that doesn't mean I wasn't trained for any eventuality, she offered. I know how to handle myself and how to keep those closest as safe as possible. He threw his hands in the air and surrender. Fine. Just tell me what you want me to do, and I will. Reflexively, she threw her arms around his neck and kissed his cheek. Wonderful. Thank you. Much to her surprise, color rose in his cheeks. The others chuckled. I'd say that's our cue, Briarios quipped. 
We'll be in touch once we have our end squared away. Sounds like a plan, Zoe beamed. That's... Thanks so much for all your help and hard work. Don't thank us until this wacko is getting carted off to Guantanamo, Garrett commented. And there's still a lot to worry about. True, but at least we have a plan of attack now. She smiled gently. Drive safe. I'll have those blueprint prints sent over by courier as soon as I can tomorrow, Jackson informed her. With that, the three men rose to their feet. Killian and Zoe followed them to the door. He closed it behind them, locked it, and turned to Zoe. You really have lost your mind, haven't you? He exclaimed. She heaved a soft sigh and took a step closer to him. Lightly, she placed two dainty hands on his chest. She leaned against him. I understand you don't like it, love, she murmured, but it's the surest way to resolve this problem. Otherwise, he'll continue to pursue this to a much bloodier end than any of us would like. Zoe guided him to sit on the sofa. She curled up next to him. Absently, she toyed with the edge of his shirt. I don't want to see you get hurt, Z, he stated and ran his fingers through her hair. Not when I'm just getting you back. Ernest's emerald eyes stared up at him. I know, Killian, but if I don't take care of dangers like this, we won't be safe ever. The thought of spending the rest of my life alone is looking pretty dour. Can you do me a favor, Z? He asked quietly. Lightly, she stroked his cheek. Name it. Make sure this is what God wants you to do. Not what you want to do. He murmured and stood. He extended his hand and gently pulled her up beside him. With that, he guided her into her bedroom. It's getting late. You need to rest and heal. Before she could object or protest, he closed the door. She was left alone, listening to the quiet sound of the news as he turned on her television. Silently, she changed into her pajamas and crawled beneath the covers. For a long time, she stared at the ceiling. He's right, God, she thought. I need to know if this is what's right. I need to know if you will be with us in this endeavor. I don't want to see anyone hurt because of my foolishness or pride. Please, God, show me the way you want me to go. She didn't realize she fell asleep until she woke to the smell of fresh brewing coffee. So he pushed herself to sit up and slid out of her bed. Slowly she made her way to the doors and pushed them open. Killian stood in the kitchen at the stove. He smiled warmly as he met her gaze. Good morning. It is, she said softly as she approached him. <clears throat> we had a good long conversation before I fell asleep last night. I truly feel this is the path God is leading me down. Killian gave a quiet sigh. He leaned down and lightly kissed her lips. Then I will do my best to support you now, 
Sit down. Your French toast is ready. With a gentle smile, she did as he had instructed. Carefully, he set her plate and coffee cup in front of her. He then set his plate and cup down opposite her. They ate in comfortable silence. You've been staying up late, haven't you? Zoe murmured at length. You haven't been getting much sleep. I've been trying to keep up with everything at the office. I've also been trying to make sure you, you're all right, he answered. <clears throat> it's starting to take its toll. With a small noise of sympathy, she rose and made her way around to his side. She placed a gentle hand on his cheek. Lightly, she kissed his lips. Go into the office and then go home and get some rest, she directed. I'll call Joe or Arlene and see if they can stick around for a day or two. This isn't healthy for you, love. You really think either of them can protect you if something bad should happen, he questioned. Zoe gave a soft sigh. I honestly don't believe there will be any trouble. I've been off the radar for over five days now. I have too many allies, aliases, for him to track me down this quickly. It was pure coincidence that he found me at the funeral. Besides, I told you before, he's going to want to make a big scene of it. A quiet little hit in a loft isn't enough for him. He opened his mouth to protest, and she placed a delicate finger across his lips. Please, Killian, I'll not be the reason for you losing business when I just helped you acquire that contract. I promise I'll stay inside. No unnecessary phone calls, emails, or anything of the sort. We'll stay in, chat, and behave ourselves. A soft growl of frustration escaped him as he started, stared down into her earnest emerald eyes. He plunged his fingers into her hair and kissed her. The tongues performed a languorous dance. I'll expect you back here tomorrow morning for breakfast, she managed. Now off you go. I'll get someone here as soon as I can. A response formed on his lips when an excited knock sounded at the door. Killian stood as Zoe reached for the handgun tucked into the back of her pants. He placed a gentle hand on her arm and gave her a scolding look. She sighed and nodded. No sooner had he opened the door than Josephine burst into the room. Her face was bright with an excited smile. She hurried to Zoe and flung her arms around her best friend's neck. I'm so glad you're all right, Z, she breathed. The last time I saw you, you were passed out in your bed with Killian watching over you, all full of concern. Zoe gave her a rueful smile. Yes, well, I'm doing much better now. In fact, your timing couldn't be better. Killian was just getting ready to head out. He'll be back tomorrow morning. He needs to go back to his office and run his business from there. I told him I'd give you or Arlene a call to hang out until he came back. You saved me the trouble. Josephine turned her attention to Killian. Well, off you go then. You've been gone quite a long, t 
quite long enough. I can handle her. He smiled and collected his things. Once they were in a neat pile beside the door, he approached Zoe. Josephine turned and made her way into the kitchen. Be careful, Z, he murmured. You worry too much, she teased gently. I promise I'll be on my best behavior until you come back. Get some rest and some work done. He pulled her against him, leaned down, and kissed her breathless. She reached up and draped her arms around his neck, sighing softly in his mouth. He clamped his hands firmly on her hips as the tip of her tongue teased his. At that, he disengaged and took a step back. Off you go, Josephine chirped. With a slight nod, he did as directed. I love you, Zoe murmured as he left. Love you too, Z. He replied and left with an armful of his things. Josephine arched a questioning eyebrow as she closed and locked the door. You certainly have been a busy little bee, despite your injuries. Zoe heaved a soft sigh and dropped onto the sofa. A faint smile tugged at the corners of her mouth as she noticed one of Killian's dress shirts draped over the arm. Absently, she toyed with the sleeve. So things are progressing nicely, I see, Josephine remarked. We sorted out a lot, Zoe replied. We are back together if that's the answer you're looking for. We're just not in any hurry to advance beyond where we are. Josephine shrugged. It's not my business what you two choose to do. I'm just your best friend. So he heaved an exasperated sigh. You're such an instigator, Joe. I know. He's taking me to a gala in two weeks. She smiled gently, girlishly. Really? How wonderful, Josephine grinned. What brought this about? A hint of color rose in Zoe's cheeks. I told you we sorted things out. That's what brought it about. It is also how we intend to detain Karpov. Dr. Kurosaki is due to stop by a week from tomorrow. If she clears me, we'll go out shopping the following Monday. Don't tell me you're going to cause a scandal, Josephine queried. Zoe gave her a scolding glance. Of course not. We're simply trying to draw Kaurapov out so we can handle him properly. Josephine swatted her playfully on the arm. You're telling me you aren't going to enjoy being on the arm of one of the wealthiest and most powerful men in the city? You're not going to enjoy spending all that time shopping, eating in fancy little cafes, and ultimately dining and dancing at that gala? He's Killian Murphy, Joe, Zoe retorted. We grew up together. We used to play commandos around the neighborhood. We went swimming in his grandparents' pond every summer. It doesn't matter what those gossip columnists say about him, about us. He will always be the little boy I fell in love with when he stood by me at my mother's grave. I didn't know he was at her funeral, Josephine murmured. He wasn't, Zoe replied softly. 
About a week after her funeral, Daddy and I had Daddy and I got into a big fight. I ran away, straight to Mom's grave. Killian found me. He stayed there right beside me until I cried myself out. Then he walked me back home and stood by me when Daddy punished me. How sweet, Josephine gushed. I had no idea. Zoe rose to her feet and made her way into her bedroom. She collected a clean change of clothing and undergarments. I'm going to shower, Joe, she stated and entered the bathroom. Once she heard the water running, Josephine moved around cleaning up. She took Killian's shirt and folded it carefully, placing it on Zoe's bed. After that, she washed the breakfast dishes and threw a load of laundry into the washing machine. Satisfied with her work, Josephine flopped onto the sofa and turned on the television. At the same time, Zoe emerged in a clean white tank top and dark blue sweatpants. She stopped by her bed and thoughtfully fingered the sleeve of his shirt. With a soft sigh and a shake of her head, Zoe plunked onto the sofa beside her best friend. A soft knock brought Zoe from the kitchen. Surprised and pleased, she unlocked the door and stepped aside. Killian and Sakura entered. Killian leaned down and lightly kissed her brow. I'm going to go take a shower if you don't mind, love. I've got an apartment to show in an hour, so I'm off, Josephine reported and scooted out the door. He set two paper bags on the kitchen table and dropped his duffel beside the sofa. With that, he took out a change of clothing and strode into the bathroom. Zoe walked over and locked the door behind Josephine. She turned her attention back to Sakura. Slowly, she removed her tank top and leaned against the sofa. I have to admit, she remarked, I wasn't expecting a visit from you until next week. Sakura smiled. I thought it wise to check up on you before your two weeks were up. After all, you came to me with several severe injuries in a matter of two days. Color rose in Zoe's cheeks. Ruefully, she rubbed the back of her neck. It goes with the territory. Even working freelance, it's bound to happen. I've spoken to your father and some of your frenzy, she reported. Perhaps if you would take fewer risks, you wouldn't be in the predicaments you find yourself. The color in her cheeks deepened. Killian tells me you've been behaving, Sakura said, as she removed the bandages to examine the wounds, the wound in Zoe's side. That's good. You really want to make certain a wound like this heals properly. From the look of it, things are going well. Another week, and you should indeed be just fine. Zoe nodded. I'll continue to be on my best behavior. I haven't even left the loft. I don't intend to until you clear me. Besides, we're still working on a plan to handle Karpov. The older woman placed a gentle hand on her arm. Be careful, Z. Your body can only handle so many traumas like this before you will be unable to recover. She nodded again. I know. I'm doing my best. I understand that things are dangerous in your line of work, Sakura remarked. Even now that you've left the agency, you're still not out of harm's way. 
I do wish you'd take care how you handle things, especially this gala with Killian in two weeks. It's dangerous business. We're doing our best to minimize the risks, Zoe assured her. However, with a man like Karpov, there are no certainties. We can only do our best to get him out of society so he can't harm anyone else. Zoe winced as Sakura pressed the flesh around the wound on her shoulder. That's a bit more tender than I expected. It's a bit red around the area, she noted. It could be an infection. I'll give you an antibiotic just to be on the safe side. All right, Zoe replied softly. Thank you. The older woman handed her a small bottle of pills. I'll be by around this time next week to do one final check. Please be careful. Zoe placed her hand atop Sakura's and smiled. Thank you, really. I don't know what I'd do without you. Gently, she patted the younger woman's cheek. Stay out of trouble. She nodded. At that, Sakura made her way to the door. She closed it soundly behind herself. Zoe took one of the pills with a glass of water from the kitchen sink. No sooner had she set the glass down than Killian emerged from the bathroom. Clad only in a clean pair of blue jeans and toweling his hair dry, he approached Zoe. Did everything go all right with Dr. Kurosaki? He questioned, nodding toward the pill bottle. Everything is fine, Zoe assured him. It's an antibiotic to make certain there are no infections. The ricochet in my shoulder is a bit more tender than it should be. My shirt looks good on you, he I have to say, he commented, draping the towel over the back of the nearest chair. Didn't realize I'd left it. She took a step toward him and slid her left hand gently up his chest. That she rested her head against him. It was a comfort to have your scent around me while I slept, she said quietly. He slipped an arm around her. Why don't you keep it then? After another minute, she stepped back and made her way to the coffee pot. She poured herself a cup and perched on the chair at the table. I haven't been in the same place for this long since I was in basic, she murmured, starting to get cabin fever. You don't know how difficult it was for me to tell her that I'd do this for another week. Open windows just isn't cutting it for fresh air. Killian stood beside her and rested his hands on her shoulders. I can't imagine how difficult it's been, see? Just remember that the ends justify the means. It can't really be all that bad, can it? I mean, you've had pleasant company, haven't you? She rested her head gently on his arm and looked up at him. A gentle a smile tugged at the corners of her mouth. After another moment, she reached up and wrapped her arms around his. The company has been infinitely better than any other occasion I've been on lockdown, she replied softly. Tell me more about this gala. Is there any sort of theme? I mean, we're getting close to summer with the fourth in a month, a month away, and Memorial Day about a week ago. He blinked, caught off guard by the abrupt change in topic. No, there's no theme for this one. At least the invitation didn't mention one. I'll be wearing my usual tuxedo. Normally, I wear a sapphire blue cummerbund, but I could be persuaded to amend that. What color would you like to see me wear? She persisted. A faint smile tugged at the corners of his mouth. 
Last time I saw you in a formal dress was senior prom. You both know how that ended. I suppose we'll have to see what looks best on you when we go shopping. Shopping, she murmured. You know what my idea of shopping is. His smile broadened, bringing out his dimples. A trip to the local army surplus store? Though I'm sure a trip to the hardware store is a close second. She drew him down and kissed him. You're such a clever man, she breathed. What can I say? I'll never forget the day you used your entire summer's allowance to make your first claymore. He teased. I've never seen your dad more furious and proud in my life. Those poor squirrels didn't stand a chance either. It wasn't my fault. The stupid squirrels started the battle. I was just ending it. So he couldn't help but giggle. Ah, the good old days. Joe and I were talking about them. How we used to play commandos through the neighborhood. With a fluid motion, Killian swept her off the chair. He carried her effortlessly to the sofa and set her down. His touch over her arms raised goose flesh and set a chill up her spine. Tell me, love, she murmured as he draped himself around her. How do you see me? Gently, he stroked her cheek and stared intensely into her emerald eyes. I see you as I always have. You are the toughest woman around. You settle for nothing less than the best that you can give. You are strong, beautiful, and independent. You are genuine and lovely. You care more for the safety of others than you do for your own. He took her right hand, kissed it gently, and pressed it against his chest. You are the keeper of my heart. A single tear slid silently down her cheek. She wrapped her arms around his neck and pressed her lips to his. She kissed him until they were both breathless. He took her face in both his hands and lightly kissed her eyes until she stopped crying. I'm touched that my words moved you so, he murmured. I'm sorry they made you cry. She shook her head frantically and took his hand, pressing it over her chest. This is where he would have always known me, Killian. I could never deserve the love we share. You're tired, see, he said gently. Come on, you should get some sleep. Wordlessly, she allowed him to guide her into her room. She crawled beneath the blankets. He leaned down and lightly kissed her brow. Rest well, love, he breathed. A response was forming on her lips when her eyes drifted shut. Her breathing grew shallow and rhythmic. A faint smile tugged at the corners of his mouth as he turned and closed the doors behind him. He sank onto the sofa and buried his face in his hands. For several minutes he sat. At last, with a sigh, he rose and made his way to the kitchen to clean up.